Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unto Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Inns, and today I am beyond thrilled to have one of my best friends, Markayla Tucker, on the podcast. Markayla is one of the most gifted entrepreneurs I've ever met, and I'm a witness to how she seeks the kingdom first in the marketplace. Today, we're going to be chatting all things business unto the Lord, how to avoid legalism in the marketplace, common temptations that occur in this space, and more. So stay a while. This is the Unto Podcast. Good morning, Markayla. Good morning, girl. Thank you so much for hopping on the podcast today. I'm yes, so excited. Yes, I'm so honored. Um, girl, let's go. So y'all y'all have no idea. I have a feeling this is going to get real fun. You're going to learn a lot. And you're going to be blessed a lot, but you're going to have a lot of fun because this is just what Kayla and I do. So y'all can get a little, a little snippet of kind of what it is to have you know your deep talks your wisdom talks but have a good time with yeah. the lord too so that's what we're going to be hopping in on today um but before we get started markayla tell us a little bit about yourself so hey guys i'm markayla tucker and first and foremost i'm a child of god i love jesus that's my dog um and i also am a multi six-figure business owner of an online clothing boutique i know no one but god okay um, and I am a small town girl living in a big city. I'm from a small town in Virginia. It's country, but I love it. Um, and now I live in North Carolina. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Oh, and I'm a middle child. So all the middle kids out there. Oh, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Um, so we're going to hop on into these questions. Number one, how did you get into business and what's kind of like a brief testimony of how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so how I got into business, man. So (laughs) it's so funny because when I was literally, I was in middle school, y'all. I was like 12, 13 years old. And okay, girl, girl, (laughs) tell me why I started a girl group called the Lollipop Girls, aka Star Swag. If y'all on here, y'all remember Mindless Behavior, OMG Girls, like it was like a boy band group. Mm -hmm. They were so like lit when I was like in middle school. And with my friends, I was like, y'all, we need to start a girl group. Like that's what's trending and that's what we're doing. So, you know, like, let's do it. And they was like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Like we should do it. I was the only one who showed up to the practices though. You know, none of us had a car. Um, Oh, well, you know. Right. Okay. As, as middle schoolers do. Okay, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so I started with that with being a part of um, making like that girl group. And then after that, when I got into high school, I had a huge transition because in middle school, I was living in Virginia. And then we moved to North Carolina my at the end of my eighth grade year. So I was going to a whole new high school, whole different state, whole new city, completely different. And y'all literally, I will honestly say that like when it comes to business, like... <laughs> You know how when you in high school and you ain't got no car, no money, like nowhere to go. And I was like, man, like, you know, I'm young, like I need to make some money. Everyone at school, they always love my outfits. They always was like, Kayla, like your style, like it's so dope, so cute. And then I just had a thought. I was like, maybe I should start selling my clothes because if I ain't got no car to go nowhere, Uber was not out yet. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And now it's completely out there with like $50 rides. But anyway, but yeah, so I was like, okay, like I'm gonna sell my stuff. So I started selling my shoes, my clothes and everything. And then I started, like I was having it on Poshmark on like third party selling apps. No one at school really knew though. So everyone liked my style, but I won't tell nobody because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to know. And okay it's crazy how it's like not cool back then you getting your money but people be like "Mm, no literally it reminds me of jesus when he was like preaching the gospel in his hometown and then he had to leave so it's like jesus had no arms definitely get where you're coming from bro so literally i sold all that stuff and then i started getting like sending out 20 30 orders a week and i'm literally like 14 15 in high school and my family noticed so they started giving me their clothes to sell and i was able to keep the money so i was literally making like what, 200 to $300 a week in high school? Yes, like from selling other people's stuff. And then I had a thought, I was like, well, why don't I just do that myself? And um, so then I was like, okay, God, like when I started my business, I remember that same summer, that was when I told Jesus, I was like, I just want to get to know you more. Um, I really want to start a relationship with you. And that's when I started my relationship with God. Now, we gonna get more into this later, but um, yeah, like Jesus, he most definitely was with me in my business and it was just me starting out and there was no pressures of like, oh, like, you know, you have to do it this way or like it has to look this way. Yeah. God was just like, no, like keep running, just start. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. And so I guess my next question would be, how do you avoid, I guess we're jumping right into the spiritual aspect of this right away. Yeah. How do you avoid being wrongly religious or legalistic in business? Because you're saying like the Lord was showing you, like, I guess that you ha- you were being led by the spirit in this way where it was, there's not this way that you need to do mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm going to be the one who guides yes. you. Like, there wasn't a formula for you yeah. to follow. So how do you avoid being like legalistic about it or like super just like ritual and like how do you live by the spirit in the marketplace gotcha um so honestly i would say how to avoid that is first of all what is your foundation on how do you see god um because if you don't see god rightly you're gonna you're not gonna run your business the kingdom way It, it may seem like you are but you're really not because you don't have that perfect love of god like you have you don't really know that with where you're at So you're going to be, you're a child of God. You're saved by Christ. You're saved by the blood of Jesus, but you're Mm -hmm. serving God out of fear. So it's like, when you do that, it's going to be like, it's going to hinder you. So like, literally I would say how to avoid doing that is having a relationship with God where you are just walking close with him. Um, Like, for example, like I know for me, when I first started and like I started going back to church and stuff again a couple years later, like because when I first rededicated my life back to Jesus, that was like 2016 where I was like, I really want to get to know you, Lord, for myself and not just like, you know. And then I started going to church in like 2018, 2019. So like two years later. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of pressure. It felt like that I had to run it a certain way. And I'm not going to say that's people. Mm-hmm. It's a spirit. Because the thing about it is that, like, with people, people are people. And the fear of man is a snare. So then it's like, you know, I was having a fear of man, what people thought of me. I had a fear of, like, oh, am I doing this Christian business thing right? What about what people are saying, what people are saying? And that happened for a couple of years. And I stopped being able to decipher what God's voice was because I was listening to everyone else's voice and my own voice of my Pharisee reasoning. And 
I kept missing missing God. So my business was growing like so fast, but because I did not know God for myself completely, completely, like I was still in due process of like getting to know him more on my own, but mm-hmm. it's like the enemy was able to come, come on in. And that's usually what happens to a lot of believers, like in their first year or two of being rededicated back to Christ, which is so crazy now I think about it. It's like, everyone's so like, not all over the place, but they're like, oh my gosh, like spiritual warfare, I'm getting attacked from this place, this place and that place. And I do think it's because when we start our relationship with Christ, it's from a good place and a surrendered seeking place, but then we seek for rules. So like we end up finding rules when the gospel is you've already been set free. They're like literally, no, like we seek more rules. Like Jesus dying on the cross was not enough. And this is not saying go and sin and do whatever you want to do. This is saying like, if you've been set free by the blood of Christ, why now are you in church and you're like, oh, I got to do things this way. I got to do things that way. No, you need to be saved. They got scripture for that. What did Paul say? Are you so foolish that the work that began in you in the spirit, you now want to finish in the flesh? So that was a serve. Yes. Oh, and literally. I'm sorry. No, girl, you're good. You're good. And just quickly adding on to that, like literally with Paul saying that too, and think about it, because y'all, I was in the church. I didn't even know that the past couple years, me being that I was like literally serving God, but I was serving him in the flesh, but I deemed it as right. So I was deceived, like I was deceiving myself because I'm like, oh, well, like I don't do this type of thing, like I don't do this or that. And it's so crazy because it's so easy to be like, yeah, like, I don't think that way where I'm like, oh, well, I'm righteous in the eyes of God. Like, I have Jesus. I have not, you know, like, how can I explain this, Lord? Like, I'm not who I was and now I'm better. But the thing about it, when you were who you were, Jesus still loved you. When you were in your sin, he still loved you and he died for you. So even with you now where you are cleaned and everything, he still looks at you the same exact way he did when you weren't. But now it's just like you have, you know, his perfect love and you've experienced it. So now you're supposed to walk in that. So you walk in it like by faith, through grace, we walk in our belief of Jesus Christ and that he saved us. We don't keep sinning because he loves us and his perfect love drives out that fear, which I believe sin is rooted in fear, you know, and in pride and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we'll get more into that. But so a way to avoid it, Mm -hmm. getting back to that question, the way to avoid it is truly having that solid foundation with the Lord of getting to know him for yourself and knowing his voice. Um, I've always seen those posts where it say like, you know, when you hear the voice of God, um, when you think it's him, like if it aligns with his word, that's him. That's how you know his voice never contradicts his word. And I'll always be like, I'm in agreement. Amen. Amen. But I never experienced that for myself, but I knew it was true. I knew it was true. So of course I am liking it and I'm hearting that and I'm reposting it, but I never experienced that. And the way I got to experience that was when I surrendered. And that's when I was able to experience God and that religiousness left because I truly knew how he saw me and how he received me. And now that became my standard is God and who he calls me to be, not God and how people see me and how the Christian community thinks I should be and how, you know, like, no. So that was so good. How like what was the experience that you had was there one pivotal moment where you were kind of realizing um, maybe you're burnt out or how did you realize that there needed to be a shift from what you were doing because you're saying like 
I can see the success growing, but something is mm-hmm. off. And so I think oftentimes you can gauge, oh, I'm successful X, Y, Z, because the numbers are numbering. Yeah. But like, but I guess what I'm asking is when did you realize, even though I'm being successful and things are yeah. growing, something needs to shift. I'm being religious. Mm. I realized that now let me think because they're man okay yeah I realized that when in the you know being a Christian I started feeling like I was performing I didn't feel like the real me it's like I was playing the real me well but I wasn't truly living in the real me and that's when I was like okay something's off because it's like I'm gonna be me and I'm gonna be myself like I was being me and I was being myself but I was also like okay but I I have to be this type of way because I am a Christian you know and I have to do this and that when the thing about it is like I am a Christian I am set free it is through Christ that I am made clean and it's about my relationship with him but I was adding on these things so I realized by my performance, I was like, okay, I was running my race really well. And like my performance has been dwindling. Um, Like literally when it came to like business, I was starting to put that on the back burner. And I was more so like, okay, like God, I know you've called me to the marketplace, but maybe it's supposed to be like in these other ways. Like, you know what? I know in your word, it says um, all of us are supposed to preach the gospel and evangelize, but I was so like, letting myself get caught up in like how other people did that in their life that I made that my life. Mm-hmm. So I was like, God, I, I'm doing it. Like I'm doing it as you're saying it, but it's like, no, you're doing it as they do it. You're trying to copy someone else's model for their life when that's not the same model, Markayla, that I have for mm-hmm. you. And then I started seeing like in business, like I was not, I, girl, I was not focused. I was like, okay, like, my numbers, they're not going as they were. And then I was like, but you know what? It's not about numbers. You know what I mean? So then I took a step yeah, back yeah. and I was like, okay, but God, like, and y'all, I'm a dreamer. So I have a lot of dreams. I have a lot of dreams. Mm-hmm. And I was getting dreams or it would be pride, like pride, like attacking me or something or trying, like I could feel it. Like I would wake up like, whoa, like I literally felt that or whatever, like God, like what's going on? And I would have dreams of like ideal of like who I, what I look like and who I was. And it was me, but it was a whole different like version of me. Like it was me, but me, like I just looked so different. Like I was dressing different. I seemed different. And I was like, I would feel this feeling in my chest of like, that's what I want. But I would rebuke it. And I was like, no, Jesus, like, no, like, that's not of you, God. Like, that's not what you've called me to be. I don't want to be out here looking like, you know, a baddie and being this type of girl, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I started, <laughs> this is going to sound so crazy because, y'all, I'm literally 23 years old. But honestly, it's like I went through, like, this whole, like, mental just crazy thing. Like, it when I started realizing like, okay, I'm living so much in performance, whenever I'm around my friends, whenever I'm around other Christians, I'm like being me, I'm enjoying and I'm having fun. But it's like, I want, I, it's like, I need them to validate the way that I'm acting. I need them to validate, like, you know what I mean? And like, yes. And I started dressing differently. Like I started dressing more so like 
what's accepted in the Christian community. Like, oh, it's still cute, but it's, you know, like, um, it's that mainstream Christian girl that we all see. And I was like, oh, like, let me, like, dress like this or whatever. And let me do this. Like, I really like this guy now. And, like, he's a man of God. And, like, I was performing so, so much. Like, with everything, with my relationship with God, with, um, you know, getting the gospel out for God. Like, in the way I dress, in the way I wanted people to perceive me. And literally, like, I remember that also my parents were like, Kayla, like, hey, like, are you good? Like, what's going on? And I pushed that to the side. I was like, nah, um, like, I'm good. Like, no, I'm literally doing what the Lord has called me to do. And um, the it's just that from there, I just kept going down. And I realized, like, you know what, God, I'm not surrendered. I'm literally living at a standard of man and not the standard of God. So when you have your relationship with God and you you have to put your standard in Christ, because if I'm like, well, my friends are saying this and like my parents are saying this, this is how, you know, someone really important to me, like how we talked about yesterday, like someone really important to me, like they really helped in this aspect, in this area, in this situation. So what they're saying goes, you, we have to let that go because at the end of the day, and this also goes for when someone hurts you. At the end of the day, the standard is not to be like them. The standard is to be like Christ. That is the standard always. And that is how you will continue to be redeemed and like delivered and be able to forgive and let go because you'll realize, no, God, he does not call me to human standards. He calls me to his standard and his standard is perfect love. His standard is kindness. His standard is forgiveness, meekness. His standard is justice, love, like peace, um, self-control, like so I can't sit here and be like, well, you know, like, God, I forgave them. But at the end of the day, nah, I just got to pray and ask the Lord, God, help me to see them how you see them. And yeah. Yeah. So I guess the the encapsulating statement is you will live led by the spirit and not the laws of man when you get the blueprint that the Lord has for your life and you run with it. And the way. Oh, and so, yeah, 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 go. Blueprint. Oh, oh I was going to say yes. And the way that you get that blueprint the first and foremost thing to always do is surrender. Mm. You will never be able to tap into what God has called you to do if you're not surrendered. If you are having a mindset, well, God, like I am a Christian and things have to look this way. Things have to be perfect. You've already are taking five steps back. You don't need to come to God with your blueprint first. Mm -mm. He gives you the blueprint. He, we don't have the blueprint Mm. until he gives it to us. So when you first start off, surrender, give it to God. Don't think about in your human mindset, oh, well, how this looks. And I seem like this. God is looking at your heart. So surrender to God. Mm. Get, not just get, but like go deeper with him. Go deeper in your relationship with him. Get to know him. Um, read his word daily, not as a check off the box. Because God, he had told me this. He was like, Kayla, when you come he was like, yes. I was like, God, what should I read the word? Like, I have a set time now where I read the word with God and I hang out with him. It's not the same every day. But God told me, I was like, God, I want to read your word like morning, afternoon, and night. And he told me, he was like, Kayla, like, you're not going to be perfect at that. And that's fine. And he said, but yeah, like, that would be good. And he told me, he said, but if you're going to do it, do it with the right heart posture. So the thing about it, y'all, when you're going and you're like reading the word and stuff, because this is building your relationship with God, this is going to help you hear his voice. 
and like when you're praying and stuff while you're reading his word everything like that mm-hmm. go and read his word with the right heart posture like don't just go into it of like let me go read your word to get something out of it let me go and read i need something to help me with this right now god go no 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 because no. Mm-hmm. the whole bible not the less of a stroke of a pen is more important than the other or less important so you can be going through fear anxiety and that does not mean you have to go and read like you know the story of david and goliath no, 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 no. God speaks in so many different ways his word. Just go read his word to get to know him. Because when you get to know him more, the more you're going to know who he created you to be and you'll be delivered. It's like there's, I'm literally like reading the Bible from the beginning. There's stuff that I'm going through that it's not really talking about in the beginning, but God speaks to me through it. And like the Holy oh, Spirit yeah. prophesied to me. What'd you say? That the word is living yes. active. So, y'all, that's my thing. When you read the word of God, read it just to get to know your dad. Read it just to get to know the one who saved you. You know, like, that is more than enough. Just read it to get to know him and ask him for help with that. Like, God, you know, I'm thinking about all these different things. But, Lord, I just want to get to know you. So, first and foremost thing, surrender. Surrender and really just seek to know God for who he is. For someone who has never, like, who has only heard the term surrender Mm -hmm. loosely and they don't know exactly what that looks like. What would you say is like a practical handlebar or like how, how do you surrender? That's good. That's good. I would say how you surrender is when you, if you're living through life right now, the person who's like, man, like, cause let's all be real right now. You know, when you're not surrendered, you it's feel, true. You know, like you feel it. And if you're, I would say when surrender is when you let go of something, whether it's one thing or multiple things that you feel like you have to have, you let it go and you give it to God and you're not expecting it. You're not like putting this thing on it. Like, oh, well, it's going to do this. It's going to do that. You're literally just like, God, I let go and I follow you. Um, so, yeah, like surrender is really whatever that thing is that you're like, I love you, God. But also this. At the butt, that, at the butt. That's that's when I think you'll know. Because for me, like, for example, I'm very an examples person. Like, so um, let's say for me, I really relate to the rich young ruler in um, the New Testament. Because mm-hmm. um, that's literally who I was, like, I was just like him, like, God, had, Jesus had told him, like, hey, like, he saw so much, like, faith in him, and he's like, man, like, he just seen the potential, and then he asked him, like, I don't remember it verbatim, y'all, but he was saying, like, you know, like, leave everything, oh, that's what it is, the young rich, the young rich ruler has said, what is it that I can do to, like, gain eternal life, and he was literally, he was genuinely, y'all, wanting to be with Jesus, and then Jesus was like, sell everything let go of everything and follow me Hmm. and it said he was very very rich and he walked away sad and because the thing about it he 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 knew that following christ like gaining eternal life that was so it was so much better but he was also like but i've already did so much like in this area of my life like like give it give it up like and what I you don't see what I yeah (laughs) and what I want to encourage with that to that person today whoever you are 
Hi. But what I want to encourage you with is when God is telling you to let go of something, he's going to give you something better. Oh. It may not seem like it. You may not know it. But no, when he, I, I've lived it. I know it. When he tells you to let go, yes. of, he's going to give you something better. And, you know, go God has way better riches than money, honey. I'll tell you that right now. He has way better riches. And the thing about it, when it comes to like the things that we want, the things that we need, if you already have that desire in your heart, if God has already told you that, you've been prophesied about that and it aligns with God has been speaking to you, you're going to get that. He is not a God that he's going to give you something you don't even want. He's going to give you something to the fullest, but we have to let go. We're, we're so, it's so easy for us to be like, you know what, God, like I'll completely surrender my life. I do surrender my life and now I'm awake. No, 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 no. Keep running. Keep running your race. Keep running your race. Like trust in the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Don't wait. Don't wait for the faith to come. Walk in your faith. So then those things come because of your faith. You know what I mean? Um, So, yeah. So just all in all saying that, because I don't want to confuse anybody. Surrender it all to God. He is not an evil God. He's not a God who is going to give you less than what you want. Get to know him. Just get to know him because that is going to change your life. And continue to do that daily. Daily. All right. All right. That's good. I'm looking at our questions and I'm like, I wonder if I want to rearrange mm-hmm. them for order. Um, I'm actually going to jump down here. Yeah. Okay. Because I think that kind of flows in with the same vein of surrender. Yeah. So what does it look like? This actually may be a very similar answer. So don't feel like you have to like rehash okay. anything. If it ends up being short, it ends up being short. But what does it look like to seek the kingdom first in business and in the marketplace? Mm. What is, I, I love this question. So what is it like? And also bringing into context, like, because you know what that realm is yeah. like and the personality types and the temptations. Ooh. Like, what does it look like to keep the kingdom, to seek the kingdom first in that? Surrender. I know. Yep. <laughs> I know I like kind of just said that, but what? But that's the handlebar yes. for life. Yeah, because know? when you, it's so easy, especially as kids of God, we get so like, man, like God, and I'm seeing this and I'm seeing that. And it's like, bro, yes, dream with God, but do not come to him with your blueprint. You can come to him and tell mm-hmm. him your dreams, of course, and what you want to do. But surrender your blueprint. Surrender it. Surrender it. Like, so yeah, like literally, what does it look like to seek the kingdom first in business? Surrender. Pick up your cross and follow Jesus daily. Don't pick up your cross to follow man and look good to man. Pick up your cross and follow your Lord, your dad, your master, your friend. Like, yeah. I think in the same question, I want to talk a little bit about um, character in those arenas. So I guess still under surrender because there will be times where somebody might, you know, do something questionable and it's tempting to react instead of, you know, Mm. interact with them in a whole way. So what does it look like to um, be a person of integrity and of love and like to show Jesus 
in a space where you may not be encountering that many wow. other believers like in the marketplace. wow wow this is so good because I literally was thinking about this like this morning and stuff before I call um mm-hmm. what that looks like is Jesus how he sat with sinners um he modeled his life is so he just modeled his life so well for us to be able to do that here on earth as he did he sat with sinners but oh he's so amazing because i don't i don't know if he's ever called someone a sinner like i don't know if he's ever like called someone what they were because he knew that's not he already saw who they could be so instead of him saying like mm-hmm. you're gay, you're a prostitute, you're you know you're um, you know I don't know like he the people he sat with he knew like you know what like he already knew how he was gonna save them and how he was gonna help them mm-hmm. and that was through the love of God. So being in an arena mm-hmm. um, and in the business field where you are you know whatever you're doing whatever God is leading you to because you know. Even I was tempted and people will be like, what tempted? Yes, I was tempted with making my clothing brand more Christian based. And then like uh, I was getting hit with all these thoughts and I was like, but like, okay, but literally I also still wear these clothes. Like girls still wear these clothes, all this, like why I was literally changing my whole thing just based off of what would be accepted um, by like Christian people and stuff. But it's like, it's not the people in the church who need healing. It's it's the lost we're we're trying to help. We're trying to save. You know, and Jesus that not even us trying to save that Jesus wants to save. So, yeah. Most definitely, when you're in a whatever field you're doing, like it can be in you having a coffee shop. It can be in clothing. It can be in um you know a podcast. It could be in like you being an athlete. Like whatever you're called to do, and God wants you to do that. Um, love people mm-hmm. and you know how they say like hate the sin the only reason why I'm kind of like I don't want to say that is like no do not like the sin but when you look at people ask God to help you look at them with the eyes of Jesus yes. because right now in the moment we're not Jesus okay only Jesus is Jesus but right now in that moment, the Lord is using you to help that person or to minister to that person and just just let him. So it's like, you know, just let him just love, just love others like God is love. And that does not mean that you try to make yourself relate to them because that's not going to help them. You know what I mean? Like that's you can love someone good. and still not try and be like, oh, I completely understand that. And why you do that? no. I can love someone who is gay, who is, um, you know, a prostitute, whatever, like whatever it may be. I can love them mm-hmm. the same way as Jesus loves me and still not, um, you know, be like with in agreement with their lifestyle. But I'm in agreement mm-hmm. of who I know God has created them to be and who they are. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all made in God's image. And me putting them down and like being like, oh, and like, you're this and you're that. No, no. I need to love on them and let God just speak through me because 
our first instinct, I think, as Christians sometimes when we're giving the gospel to someone, um, especially in these, like, you know, harder things, it's hard to talk about, like, you know, with, you know, abortion, like racism and stuff like that. Our first instinct sometimes is to mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, the Bible says. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that person knows what the Bible says. And if they don't know what the Bible says, it's probably because they're like, I don't want to hear that because, you know, so our first instinct is that instead of what is God saying? What does God want me to say right now? Because when Jesus was in the wilderness and stuff, well, I don't want to go into deep hole, deep hole or whatever. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, just love and let God love through you. And the only way that we're able to do that is if we know the love of the father. So, yeah, that's good. All right. Um, I guess another one. So what does it look like for people in the marketplace, people in business, entrepreneurs? Like, what does it look like to honor the Lord in those spaces? Mm-hmm. That's probably like a very broad, broad question. So even if you feel like there's one area where like, well, this is particularly how you can honor yeah. God in this. Just what does that look like? Yes. Yes. This is a really good question. When it comes to honoring God, I would say is putting his will first when it comes to honoring him. So basically, whatever God has told you to do, put that first. It's not, okay, God, like, let me come to you, Lord. And yes, I I kind of mentioned this in a way, but it just wasn't with this question. Like, it's like, God, okay, like, I want to honor you more. So what is it I can do? Don't be in the business world searching for rules. You know, same thing with our life, like with us being Christians. You are set free from the law, but yet you're still searching for the law through Christ. It don't work like that. It's either Christ or the law. You got to pick one. Pick Christ. Um, And he will do everything else. Now, it's the same thing when you're honoring God with your business and whatever you're doing. Don't go into it seeking more rules in your work. Go into it seeking God. God, what do you want to do? What do you want to say? Um, So, yeah, it's like that's broad, but it really does all go back to the foundation of me being completely surrendered to God so I can receive his perfect love and then I can walk out in this business, in this you know, work, whatever I'm doing with boldness and confidence because I know God and I experience his love. So I know what he's telling me to do and how he's leading me. And although to me, I'm like, God, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. You still have the mind of Christ and God still loves you and you're going to know his voice. So, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, it's kind of the last question, but mm-hmm. kind of not. Uh, what? Oh, okay. What are the common temptations that come to business owners and entrepreneurs, and what does it look like to walk through those with mm-hmm. the Lord? Okay. Yes, this is a really good question. The two common temptations um, that I would say, because there's there's a lot, but I would say what majority yeah. of them are rooted in and come from is fear and pride. Um, The reason why I say that is because it's so easy to be tempted to not post something out of fear or not post something out of pride. So let's talk about the fear thing. So 
Mm-hmm. I know for, for me, for example, I would get very fearful about posting like certain content because I'm like, oh, how are people going to see me, God? Like, you know, and I would hear God say like, Kayla, it's okay. But I'll be like, no, like I can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Like, and like, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not right. So first of all, it started off in fear and then it got into pride because here I am now. I am literally firm foundation with God. I know my shepherd's voice. I know his voice. And yet I am telling him this is not righteous. Hmm. But it's like, it's strange because it's like, but you know God, like, you know him and you know, you've been saved by him. But now you're like, everything you've been hearing clearly from him before you get to that point in your life or that one little situation and you're like, no, that can't be you. God would not say that. But it's like, wait, what just happened? And then the way that you'll know, like for me, for example, I was like, yeah, there's no way God said that. And then you start taking five steps backwards. And then I realized, I was like, okay, wait, God did say that. I am being a Pharisee. I am leaning on my own understanding. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm trying to do all this, these things and like correct him that now that fear and that pride has me walking in disobedience. And now it's hard for me to break out of disobedience because I've been fearful and prideful in these things God has called me to do. Because you can be living in your purpose and still be doing it wrong. Like you can be living in God's calling on your life, but your heart posture is wrong is what I'm saying. So it's like, that's what you gotta be careful of because you, you'll feel it though. You know what? And you know, it's like, yes, I do say be careful, but also God wants to meet you on that. Like he did it for me. So it's like, you know, like, and that's another thing I do just want to say, like y'all, there is grace. And it's not just saying it just to say, oh, there's grace, there's grace. Like, no, Jesus said there's grace. So there's grace. And as long as you are an open vessel and you are open to the Lord, you will be able to learn forgive yourself, forgive others. And I was talking to one of my clients about this last night, like, and God, he will, he will continue to bring it back around full circle, but you're going to, you know, you're going to realize like, man, God is so gracious, so loving. I'm annoyed with myself. Like I need to get together. So it's like, you know, (laughs) you know, yeah, but there's grace Uh and God loves you. Um, But that pride and that fear, that was the two main things that always tempted me and sometimes it'll still happen but by the word of the lord by my relationship with christ i come i combat them things in the name of jesus and make them like not make them but it's like what is it yeah like by the blood of the lamb you're surrendered to christ like period get off me like no um so yeah so walk in that freedom y'all and perfect love jobs are all fear so i i I just keep mentioning that because y'all if you if you not just know God's character, but you believe it and you experience it daily, even when you don't feel it, you can experience the love of God. Man, is that is that continual surrendered seek of the Lord without expecting anything in return? And just pray for help with that. If you're like, man, like, yeah, but yeah, I feel like I'm talking a lot. So, girl, it's good stuff though. It's good. 
And so I guess to kind of put everything in a bundle, my last question is like, what's your kind of capstone statement, like your one to two sentence word of advice to those who are believers and want to join the marketplace or already in it? Like if you could only give them one thing to tell them, what would you tell them? One thing to tell you guys. I'm like, God, is this what I should say? I think so. I think so. Matthew 6.33. Mm -hmm. Seek his kingdom first. Okay. Um, and literally, and I'm not being religious at all. Like, this is just the real. This is just my life, how I've experienced what God did for me. And I'm just sharing that. Like, mm -hmm. when I seek God first, and when you seek God first, you basically... It's not that you seek yourself, but you really get to find out who you are. You get to experience the line, the line of Judah and how he sees you and how much he loves you. So people like if they're like, man, like I don't like seek the kingdom first. Like I don't, I'm trying to figure out like what do I do next in the business? And the thing about it is that yeah. literally everything that you're thinking, all those thoughts, bring that to God. Bring it to him and pray to him about that. But what I'm saying is that when you are surrendered to God, when you're surrendered to Christ and you're seeking his kingdom, those requests that you have, present them to him. He says, seek my um, kingdom, seek me first. And he says, make your request with thanksgiving in your heart. All these things will be given unto you. So he will give you wisdom. He will give you discernment. He will break that spirit of fear off you. He will break that spirit of pride off you. He will break people pleasing off you, Lord Jesus. Um, he will do all of that. But surrender to him and and seek him. I, I'm like, I hope this all makes sense because I'm not just trying to say this because it's the word. I'm saying this because it's so true. It's so yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This was Yay. rich. Just, Praise God. Okay, apart. <laughs> Markayla, thank you so much for hopping on today. I hope we have you back sometime. And is there anything else I want to say before I do my little my Thank little you outro? so much for having me on. There's something I want to say. I am honored, y'all. I am so honored, y'all. Like, literally to be on here and share this with y'all. And I just pray that it helps it helps a lot of you guys and ooh, I'm so excited for your podcast. Like it's awesome. So y'all keep tuning in. Keep tuning in. Um, I know I will. Y'all heard it here yes. first. Yes, yes. <laughs> what you're doing is amazing. So I just want to say I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy for you as well. Oh, oh my goodness. Y'all yeah. see the love I've been getting. Thank you. My love tank is full. Yes. All right. Talk to you yeah, guys later. Fine.